Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Well, good morning. It's great to be with you this morning. Today we are in our final week of our Why, What, How series. So we're unpacking the vision and the mission of C3 Church Watson. So if you've, as you've heard over the last few weeks, our overarching why here at C3 Church Watson is and always will be about leading people to Jesus, to meet him, to receive the gift of salvation that he offers, to walk out their days in relationship with him. As Pastor Mel has said, we are here ultimately for those who are not here yet. So what we do will always point to that overarching why. Every service, every ministry, every activity has that one purpose in mind. So as a recap, here is our what. It's going to come up on the screen. Any second now. That's the what. (laughs) Here is our what. It is our vision. And our vision is this. It is to connect you to Jesus, to develop you as a follower of Christ, and to empower you to build the church. Now, if you've paid close attention, you may have noted something. That while our why is all about the ones who aren't here yet, our what says an awful lot about you. Why is that, Amanda? Well, that's a very good question. I'm very glad you asked. Firstly, you're important. You matter. You matter to God and you matter here. But as we've heard over the weeks throughout this series, there is more to it than that. So let's re-image our vision. This is the way that I see it. This is the way that I see it. It is coming. I know it is coming. We're going to re-image our vision. So rather than it being linear, it's cyclical. And we go round and round. So if you've ever felt like you're going around and round in circles in church, this is why. <laughs> if you do feel that way, please come and talk to us. But this is why. It's cyclical. When we are truly positioned in the purposes that God has for the church, for our own connection, our own development, our own empowerment, it cannot help but shift our eyes outward to those who aren't here yet. See, to follow Jesus is to build the church. And when we talk about building the church, it's not a building, a physical building that we're talking about. But it's the body of people who follow Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And so that you, in the cycle, in the vision cycle, becomes about them. We connect them to Jesus. We develop them as followers of Christ. We empower them to build the church. And it doesn't stop being about you too. We continue in this cycle. We continue in our connection. We continue in our equipping and our empowering. And in fact, the more we do, we increase. It increases. We are continually built. 
And as Pastor Mel has so powerfully preached in the past, the church is not a cruise ship. It is a rescue vessel. We are purposed with finding the stranded and the lost and to get them to safety. So the church isn't sailing around the oceans of life handing out pina coladas, you know, with little umbrellas. That's just ridiculous. We don't hand out pina coladas. We hand out ice cream. (laughs) We're not handing out pina coladas, unfortunately. But don't get me wrong. There is a place for fun and there is a place for celebration in the church. It's so necessary. But when it comes to us being a rescue vessel, it's ice cream down and all hands on deck. So how we do what we do in today's how, why, what, how, is all about being on crew here. It's all about serving and specifically serving here at C3 Church Watson. So you may have noticed out in the foyer, we have a lot going on out there. So today is our volunteer drive. We do this a couple of times a year. And this is the opportunity that you have to sign up for team and to serve here at C3 Church Watson. So I want to speak into that a little bit more. Let's read the scripture that we have for today. It's from Ephesians 2, 19 to 22, and I'm reading it from the message version. That's plain enough, isn't it? You're no longer wandering exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. With as much right to the name as Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here, in what it is he is building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundations. Now he is using you, fitting you in, brick by brick, stone by stone, With Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together, we see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. So the first point for today is this, we are building a home with God. You know, I love that analogy. I love that. It's not even an analogy, really. It's our reality. God is building a home. The church is a home. It's a dwelling place for family. And like a home should be, the church is meant to be the place where we grow as followers of Christ. And just like the home in the church, you know, we're grown by being fed. You know, here it's with the Word of God in our services, in our groups, as we stand in the presence of God week by week, we are fed. And in a home, as in the church, you'll grow by developing deeper connections, deeper relationships, encouraging each other, sharing with each other, building up each other. And just like a home, in the church we grow when we get on each other's nerves and we hurt each other but we go and fix it, we repair it. It's actually a really important part of how we grow. And just like the home, in the church we grow by being a part of the running of the household. We develop in the doing. See, I don't know about your home, but in my home growing up and in my home now, 
every member of the family plays a part. We all have different capabilities, different capacities. My six-year-old's not going to be making dinner anytime soon because get out of my kitchen, but she can work a stick vacuum like nobody else. So we have different capabilities and different capacities. And in the doing, everyone's looked after. And we learn the attitudes and the relational skills and the practical skills that are needed to support a family to function well. And then we take those things outside of the home. We take them out and we use them for good outside of the home. So being developed here in the doing is part of how God equips you for the purposes he has for you out there. The church is built on people who are in the messy mix, learning how to do family well, and who play a part in sustaining the functions of the home. So if you're not already, we invite you to be a part of the messy mix. So the second point that we have today is that a house is built brick by brick. So our scripture again, Ephesians 2, God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here in what it is he's building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone, with Jesus as the cornerstone that holds it together. Maybe you've noticed over the last couple of years that the world has been through a shaking. It's been through a shaking. Everything that we have known, everything that that was familiar to us has been shaken to every corner of the globe. And maybe you've also noticed that the church has been through a shaking. Our gathering together was shaken. Our normal mode of doing things was shaken. Our congregations were shaken. Perhaps in your own personal faith, you've been through a shaking. Your peace, your confidence in the sovereignty of God, your faith that he's got it all together has been shaken. And as can happen in the shaking, there's been some damage. You know, at large, we can see that in the lives of people. We can see the impact on mental health. We can see the impact on families. We can see the impact on businesses and livelihoods. And in the church, we can see the impact too. You know, some family have fallen away. That important practice of regularly meeting together as family has taken a hit for so many people. And for some, there have been fractures in connection and fractures in belonging. And for others, the fears and the doubts have meant a stepping back rather than a stepping in. You know, I can easily look at that situation and think, geez, the church is not being built, it's falling. But here's what I know to be true. God is in the shaking. For you personally and for the church. Do I believe that God brought a pandemic to shake things up? No, I don't. I believe the enemy brought a pandemic to kill, steal and destroy because that's what he does. But I believe that God is in this and he is authoring this for your and for the church's greatest and most lasting good. See, in Matthew 16, Jesus himself declared, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. In Isaiah 9, 
there will be no end to the increase of his government and his peace. But, you know, if I'm honest, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was, I mean, I've been feeling very heavy-hearted about the damage that I can see around in my own life, in the lives of others around me and in the church. And I actually sat there a couple of weeks ago, right there, and I took that discouragement and that grief to God because it's a really good place to take it. And I said to him, you know, God, I see it. I see the rubble. I feel like I'm standing in the midst of rubble and I don't know what to do. What do I do with this? What do we do with this? And his response to me was this. We rebuild. We rebuild. And if I'm honest again, my heart actually dropped a little more. (laughs) Because it feels so big. And I said that to him, God, it feels so big. I don't know if I've got what it takes. Where do I even start? Have you ever stood looking at a task in front of you just in a state of utter overwhelm? His response to me was this, Amanda, we build brick by brick. Start with what's in your hands. Start with what's in your hands. And he led me to the scripture that we are drawing from today. God is building a home. He's using us all, fitting us in brick by brick. So the question I want to ask you today is this. What's in your hands? What has God put in your hands to be a part of building the church? You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 12 that in the shaking, the things of God will always remain. They will always remain. And do you know one of the things that has remained through this time of shaking? You. You have remained. Maybe you don't feel like you're here all in one piece. Maybe you feel like you're hanging on by a thread. But you stood the shaking and it's time for us to build again with all hands on deck. See, I have a burden today to encourage those of us that are needing it. If you are here, God has a purpose for you here. Be built in this place and be a part of building in this place. I want to invite Heather up, one of our great builders of the house of God, to share her story with us. Good morning. It's on, it'll keep, ah, good. Good, good morning. My name is Heather and I am a volunteer at church. I am currently a kids' church and have been involved on and off for the past 19 years. Thank you. Thank you. So why do I serve? Good question. I serve because I believe that as a follower of Christ, serving others is an important aspect of my faith. The Bible says in Matthew 20, 28, that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. I volunteer in Kids Church because that is where my passion and my gifts lie. When I first became a Christian at the age of 13, 
I was influenced by an elder in the church who encouraged me to get involved in the children's ministry. She led by example and every week would turn up to kids' church with a big smile on her face, ready to teach children about the goodness of God. Her passion for God and the children inspired me to be involved in children's ministry. The Bible says that children are a joy and a gift from the Lord. And I feel blessed that I am able to be involved in this worthwhile ministry. Awesome. I see C3 Watson as my spiritual home and the place that God has placed me and my family. I am blessed every time I come here, whether it is through the preaching of the word, through the worship, or the relationships I have made within this church. As my spiritual home, I want to give back and contribute to see the kingdom of God grow. Through volunteering, I am able to be a part of building the church by blessing others and showing them the love of God. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Can we thank Heather? 19 years. My goodness, 19 years. It is amazing. You know, Heather talked and shared about uh, the gifts that God has put in her, the passions that God has put in her that she sees best utilised in, in kids' church. You know, the Bible tells us clearly that every member of the church has been given gifts by God for the use of serving and building the house, serving and building the church. Here it is, Romans 12. For just as each of us have one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many members, form one body, and each member belongs to the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So maybe you've recognized yourself in that list of gifts that's talked about in Romans. But when we also talk about what have we got in our hands, we're not just talking about gifts. It can also look like, as Heather talked about, the passion that you carry or a passion for a cause that you carry or a skill that you've developed or one that you want to develop or a people group that you have in your heart or one of those personality traits that just won't leave you alone, that comes through in everything that you do. Or maybe you've got no idea what's in your hands. That's okay too. Because we have people here that will help you figure it out. We want to help you figure it out. It's part of the purpose of the church. And I'll let you know how we're going to, we can do that in, in just a little while. But we all have different capabilities and different capacities. Sometimes I think we can be held back from serving in the church because we, we don't think that what's in our hands is of any value. But guys, we follow the one who took what was in the hands of a young boy, five loaves and two fishes, and he fed thousands. The God who's building this house is the same one who sent David, a teenager, to face a warrior giant Goliath with just what was in his hands, a slingshot and five stones. 
And from that, God overcame an entire army. Big or small, God will use what is in your hands for great things in this place if you bring them. If you bring them. So here's our final point for today. And I'm just going to give it to you straight down the line. I'm not going to pull any punches. Do it. This house needs you. C3 Church, Watson needs you. Our teams need you. Each Sunday, 50 incredible people come together to make each of our services happen. From the welcome team and the host team to the kids team, the cafe, that keep us all anointed, to production, to worship, to the incredible, magnificent person who is backstage right now praying throughout this service. 50 people serving side by side to make a space for God to come, to connect with each of us, to equip us. And that is just Sundays. During the week, 40 amazing people lead our groups, creating a space to develop you. Six youth teams spend each Friday night having fun and building the church one teenager at a time. And tonight, our C3 Beyond team will be heading out to make and serve dinner to a group of women in a local supported accommodation service who are moving through a really vulnerable time in their lives. They will make a space for connection with those women. You know, we have greater plans for more ways that we are going to practically serve this city this year. And we want you to be a part of it. There is a place for you on team right now. And there is so much more room for our teams to grow. Because we want to keep connecting and keep developing and keep empowering so we can reach more and more and more of the ones who aren't here yet. We are not done building. We're not done building. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.